This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 perfect champion. And hokey homer turned Husker, Nathan Brennan. Everyone knows that I'm the smartest person here. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. A happy Thursday to all of you. A happy Thursday Thursday to all of you. My name's Nate Brennan. He's the Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. You're listening on the block, 93.7 The Ticket, 402-464-5685. Sorry, text line, Honda of Lincoln Hotline. As always, we want to hear from you. You can also check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. See what's going on here on the stream. See what's going on here in studio. Give us a like, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. We greatly appreciate every single one of you on all of those platforms. Strick, what's going on? Yay, yay. We in the building. We are in the building. Uh, I was in the building last night at PBA. You were in the building. What do they call it now? The vault. Is that what they call it? I think that's what they're calling it now. I don't know. It's called the vault. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. I saw it all up on the wall. And then, you know, the tournament is, uh, you know. I shaved today. The vault. You see, I see it, man. I thought it feels a little weird. It was, it was twerking, man. Did you like? Did you like the beard? I did. I thought it was different. Yeah, you gave you, a, you know, yeah. made you look a little older. Yeah, it makes me look like a little me. Older. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I got a little uh, peach fuzz. Now I look like a little kid again. Four zero two four six four five six eight five Honda Lincoln Hotline Sir Heyman Text Line. Um, gonna start out probably not on the best note. Um, before we get into this, I definitely want to uh, warn the listeners a little bit. Some of what we're about to say is is pretty graphic, but um, it is our responsibility as uh, an organization to give you the facts when they come out. And I think Strick and I have been very clear from the beginning. We're not about rumors. We're not going to spread rumors. That is not our job. That's not what we were going to do. Um, there have been a lot of rumors circulating, and for one, as someone that works in news, I think that's in- entirely reckless, and, and I feel for... Um, family, friends, everyone involved in that because it's reckless and it's honestly like it's 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 bad. Yeah, shame on you. Like yeah. th- th- this is this is one of those situations. Like let's put the rumors aside. Um, we 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 tell the facts when they come out. And, and and this this could be a similar situation as to what happened. You see how long it took Nate for the Ime Doka situation to kind of right. iron itself. You heard all types of, and it's not fair to the parties that it's are involved. It's not fair at all. No, it's not far. It's not fair to the people that are insinuated that it's that they're part of it. And so it's better to just allow things to to wait. Right. I mean, we see it in the news all day right now. People hear stories, quick stories, go out. They don't fact check. They don't That's go and really dig wait. into it. Take your time. Allow this stuff to take process. It's not about who gets the story first. It's about who gets the story. Who gets it right. Right. Who gets it right. So, again, I, I want to preface this by saying a little bit is uh, graphic. But, again, it, it is our responsibility to give you guys this information. So we're just going to go over it, uh, give it to you guys, and, and go on from there. So uh, this is, I will say, I will cite my source. 
source. This is directly from the 1011 Now website. Uh, they were able to get court documents affidavit for Mickey Joseph. So this is the latest of what we know. Again, this is going to be word for word from the 1011 Now website. Uh, this is what we know as of right now. So according to Lincoln, police officers were called around 2 p.m. to the area of South 34th in Treeline Drive on a domestic disturbance. The Lincoln Police Department's call log on Wednesday evening showed officers were called to the area on a report of someone had, quote, pushed, choked, punched, end quote, a victim and, quote, pulled the victim's hair, end quote. According to court documents released on Thursday, officers contacted the victim at the home who said Joseph had been, quote, verbal and physical, end quote, with them before leaving the home. The victim told the responding officers the two were arguing when Joseph allegedly pushed them, forcing them to fall on a couch, and then placed his hands around their throat, according to the probable cause affidavit. The victim said they were able to push Joseph off and began walking away when Joseph grabbed their hair from behind, pulled them backward, causing them to fall to the ground, the documents state. The victim then said Joseph punched them with a closed fist. The affidavit states officers observed, quote, visible redness and swelling around their left eye, which was consistent with being struck, and, quote, there was another individual in the home who told police they saw Joseph grab the victim by the throat and try to flush a cell phone down the toilet. That phone was found by police in a container of rice, according to the affidavit. Joseph was contacted by police along the 7500 block of San Mateo Lane in Lincoln and was taken into custody. He denied striking the victim or grabbing their hair. Joseph is facing charges of domestic assault and strangulation. Now, Nebraska Athletic Director Trev Alberts released the following statement, quote, I was made aware of the charges against Coach Joseph, and given the nature of the allegations based on university policy, he has been placed on administrative leave. We will have no additional comment at this time, end quote. That was directly from the 1011 Now website. You can head that way right now if you want to see exactly what I just read. Again, uh, these are all facts. This is our responsibility to get the facts out to the public. None of that was fabricated. None of that was rumors. That was directly from court documents and an affidavit. So um, I just yeah. wanted to say thoughts and prayers um, yeah, and, and to those listen, involved. And, and it's just it's, – it's a sad day it is. for Nebraska. And, 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 and when you really look at this – there's probably more to it and there's probably more information that is there and when we get the facts we will release those facts. And, and 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 we're not we're, we're only reading what the affidavit says and what we know from the police look that is going to allow this process to play out we, we're not judge jury or executioner on a line we're this this will have its day there there's a process to it and this will allow either Mickey to clear himself. This will allow all parties to have peace and and just be able to walk through this without it being all over there. This is just the facts of what we know. That's all we're saying. We're not going right. into it. We're not delving into we're it. We're not talking about we're, rumors. We're not talking about you can try all you want to stories. ask us, but we are. It's not where we're it doing. is our job. It is our obligation. It's our responsibility to give you guys what we know. This has been released by court documents in the Lincoln Police Department. So as we gather more information, again, we will release that to you guys. And, um, again, it's, it's just a sad day for Nebraska. And, and again, I want to make sure that, that we give our thoughts and prayers to those involved because this is this is a tough situation for yeah. for everyone that's been involved. So I uh, wanted to say that. And um, 
On a maybe even more dismal note, Strick, we'll go ahead and get into it because also breaking today, Malachi Coleman tweets out that he's officially decommitting from Nebraska. Yeah. Um, so I, I want to take this a little bit of a different route and, and ask you this. So if you're Matt Rule, you're starting to assemble this coaching staff. Um, there are going to be some new faces in the building. He himself is a new face. You're just given this big contract. Uh, what do you do? Because this was this was your your golden recruit. This was the face of the class. This was the guy that was going to come in in your backyard in Lincoln. And I'm I'm just curious, where do you think Matt Rule goes from here? Because he's going to have to talk to some people, and he's going to have to get recruits in the building. Well, you know, I, I, I would venture to say that he said he'd be here for a week, and he's going to start not only speaking with players, but also probably those who are have committed or or what that situation is. Um we obviously know that a good reason as to why Malachi committed was the recruiting process from the previous regime. Right. Um, so he may not feel comfortable with with that. That still may not change. That still could change. He's changed it once. It could change right. again. And he there said that he's leaving it open to Nebraska yeah. too, right? Yeah. So he's just basically opening himself up but to the communication process to regain, uh, restart. And so um, – you know, I think that all things would probably be on the table. Uh, there could be some people that would want to hear the vision, and they may have an open ear to it. So, uh, I think that is something to 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 just take time as well, and you know, not be in a hurry to to right. look at that situation. There's no negative to it. That would be no different than a coach leaving and somebody jumping in the transfer portal because they were comfortable with whatever coach that was there. Right. That's just all part of that same process. I, I you know, then I got a question mm-hmm. real quick before we dip. Good friend, good, good, man, wonderful player. Tremendous coach. SEC, Vanderbilt. Saul, uh, also, it's just a lot of craziness going on right now um, coming off the Thanksgiving season. But I've got a question about this. Jerry Stackhouse, um, there's no, um, you know, arrest or nothing like that. He was just basically escorted off the we don't know if there's any penalties. We don't know what the SEC is going to do, Vanderbilt's going to do. But uh, text line, Sutter Heyman text line, 402-464-5685. If you're a player on a team and a coach absolutely goes to bat for you the way that Jerry Stackhouse did in what he deemed to be just something that was inaccurate, mm-hmm. and he went all in for you. Is that something you would rally behind as a as a young man and get behind or believe in your coach even the more, or is that something you would say was a hindrance to us uh, either winning this game or it was detrimental to us? Is that something that you would would weigh out, yeah, or it, how would you look at it? I mean, it, it depends on the context, and and I want you to go on that a little bit more strict because I know that you know the situation pretty well. But I I think there's always a limit. And there's always a point because the, my my first reference and my first thought here is Bobby Knight, mm-hmm. and and you know I mean that was fiery. That was around the time that you were playing. I mean you probably yeah. knew of Bobby Knight pretty well. Yeah, and it, it reaches a point that you can push kids, you can have their best interest in mind, and I understand all of that. But at some point, it's a detriment detriment to the player, and it's a detriment to the university. It's a detriment to the program. So I I. I like that coaches are sticking up for their players, but I think you always reach a point. 
And yeah. I think and I think you'd probably agree with that. You've seen it. You've played at a high level, and you've seen coaches maybe take it a step too far, maybe coaches that don't push you enough. Yeah. So 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 it goes both ways in that sense. So what what I would say is, um, Jerry Stackhouse, you you have to understand the person. It would be no different. It, it's something like you could not change Bobby Knight because that's that's just how he was. Right. Right. He was fiery. You knew it. And there may come a time where he may lose it. And right? he probably draw the line a time or two. Right. Like, stepped over the line. Right. So, um, Jerry Stackhouse was that kind of player. Jerry Stackhouse was uh, a loyal person to whatever team he was committed to. If you messed with anybody on his team, he he was all in and would back up anybody that would try to come against who was on his team. I saw it when he was in Dallas. I saw it when he was in Philly. I see everywhere, Detroit, everywhere I've seen him play, that's the kind of player that he was. That doesn't change because he's now a coach. Now, I understand that being a coach, there's some parts that come to it. But in some instances, I've been in situations where I've snapped, where somebody's taken me to a point to where I've also had a snapping moment. And all of us can can get. And if to you're at a high level, that's going to happen. If you're a high level, high intensity, right? Uh, you know, just a, a, your your passion and your heart for right. this thing is that is that shows that you level. care. It, it it does, and I think that um, that's kind of what happened in this particular situation. And in in I think Jerry Jerry as he goes back, he'll look at it and say, "Dang, I probably could have walked away at this moment." You go and watch the film. But there's nothing in that film that shows he did any he didn't throw no punches. He didn't he he, he did as any other coach, a baseball coach would do, trying to get through, right. you know, get his word heard. And sometimes as a referee, I've been a referee, sometimes you have to try to not hear. <laughs> and and that can that can upset right. somebody off, you know. Right. But sometimes a coach just wants to be addressed and they want to be heard. So I just I think that he felt he was being disrespected, he wasn't being heard and it escalated. And for what it's worth, too, I, w- I think he's a good coach, and I, yeah. I don't think this is going to tarnish his legacy no. by any means. But, I mean, it, sometimes you maybe take it a step too far. And, and that's, like you said, straight. I mean, that like if you're playing at a high level like that, and I can't even speak on it, you can more. Like, I can't even imagine the intensity of playing at a level like that. Well, yeah. I mean, you're you're gonna you're gonna be emotional and you're gonna be passionate. That's just the reality of the situation. I've had moments. I've got some technicals. I had to pay some fines. You had to pay some fines. <laughs> Strick was paying. I had to fines. pay some fines too. Man. I would be paying fines. I all took the a time. charge or two, and then you called it a block, and you knew oh. that. Go watch that back in the film room when you uh, get at halftime. I need you to you're come back and tell it me. too if you're taking a charge, man. Yeah, I know. Well, listen, I went off on my teammate one time. I mean. Uh, I think it might have been Sean Bradley or somebody. They said Carl Malone or set a back pick on me when I'm pressing John Stockton, uh, 94, and almost broke my clavicle. I'm like, mm. you mother. You said you- that you hated playing the Jazz, too. Mm, I'm telling you, you. Yeah, I know. I, I said, know. you mother suckers, if you don't call it, we fighting. You know, <laughs> you better call it in pitch. We're going to take care of this this year. That's <laughs> right. All right, well, we got to take a quick break. Husker basketball back on their winning ways. We'll talk about it next on the block, 93.7 The Ticket.